good evening and welcome to uh, our continuing mindfulness experience, uh, Fishing Without Faith, where we ask people to live a life without definitive expectations. Welcome to the present moment. Welcome to the present moment, Mike. Welcome to Right Here and Right Now. Hey, Jim. I'm glad to be here, right here, right now. Right here and right now. So, Mike, could you share with me a little bit of your reminiscence of the last 25 podcasts? We've we've reached a century mark. Yes, yes, we have. This is, uh, I believe, episode twenty-six, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a ride. It's been uh, you know after. Hey, you know, I just celebrated a hundredth uh, uh, anniversary episode anniversary, I guess, of a show, and uh, I can't wait for this to reach that point as well. Well, congratulations. But in review, no, I learned a lot about really uh, the choice thing has been a really heavy thing, especially in our last a couple of episodes and really kind of and you know what and just kind of being around this and it, it it really kind of seeps into your life you know as you're making decisions from day to day indeed it does so again and again mike we continue to reflect on two topics that at first glance seem very different such as an apple is an orange so and again mike what we're talking about is time and choice time and choice uh, so, however, if we are mindful, we can see how they're intertwined, how time, we, we live in time. We, we, we constantly manage and be flexible and massage. However, a lot we're controlled by time, are we not? Mm-hmm. So we, we allow ourselves to be controlled by time. Uh, tell me, Mike, have you ever heard of the butterfly effect? I have, I have. It was an interesting movie with Ashton Kutcher last I knew. So tell, tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> well, that it was talking about, I think he was uh, somehow traveling in time, kind of quantum leap style in his own body, mm-hmm. and able to change things in his past. It would change a lot of other things, and usually not with a great effect. And the more you try to mess with it, the more it would butterfly out. You know, the wind from a butterfly's wings is enough to change something when they talk about this. Indeed. Indeed. This uh, this was uh, first postulated by an individual by the name of Edward Lawrence. He worked uh, for MIT, and this was back in the early 60s. And it was a presumption that a small change in an initial condition could lead to drastic changes with an end-to-end result. So the most often quoted version is that a butterfly flapping its wings in South America can cause an earthquake and can cause a hurricane in China. A hurricane in China. So what we're looking at is small small changes having large effects. And if you really want to get into it, it also involves chaos theory and uh, different things like that. So in keeping with the examining results, are we not a product of our choices? Are we not a product of our choices, Mike? Right, because those experiences from those choices and the reactions from those choices just uh, affect our, our, our decision the next time. Not only do they affect you, they affect everyone in your circle and everyone surrounding you. So let's talk a little bit about some in, impactful choices in, in your life. Uh, some of the impactful choices. What are, what are some impactful choices in, in your life? Oh, for me, uh, deciding to go to college, deciding what school I went to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, more minutely uh, deciding to leave a job at a certain point, deciding to leave a relationship at a certain point. Uh, seems very, very a big effect, you know, or or in sometimes starting certain relationships. So let's imagine uh, the the relationship, the committed relationship you're into now, the marriage. How different would your life have been should you have not gone that way? 
you know, it's, it's something I think about from time to time. Like, what if I didn't run to her, into her at that one point on the on that friend's porch, you know, 15 years ago? You know, what would I have ended up into, you know? Much different. Much different, much different. Who knows, you know, what I would have gone into, who I would have ended up with, and where that would have led me. So you made a choice. Mm-hmm. How different would her life have been? Oh, very different. Who knows where she ended up? Because she's already uh, a fish out of water, far from home, you know, in college for her, and uh, and uh, I, I don't know where she would end up. Mm-hmm. So well, that's an impactful choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's she, I don't think she'd be choice. in Pittsburgh without me. Mm-hmm. I don't think there'd be any desire for that necessarily. So that what you're talking about is drastic, mm-hmm. drastically altering the final result. Right, right, right. Like what what could have happened, you know, and uh, and and what influences those were, would be. Okay, so now that we now that we understand how choice can affect the final results of life, it, it can correct it's the ripple effect. Uh, so now that we have established the importance of choice, uh, what we wanted to introduce into this conversation is the topic of conscious choice. So, what does what does the term conscious mean to you? Making a choice. More proactively than letting the choice and how you how you react just happen. Is that so? Let's is, talk. Let's, that, let's talk about the difference between being conscious and unconscious. Right. I mean, like I like I decided. Like, no, I'm going to do something this way. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm not going to let. Uh, did we talk about the lizard brain on here? Did we have that conversation? Yeah, that yes. was something that, uh, that's yes. a concept I'm very fascinated with with Seth Godin Lynch, Lynchpin book. Um, it, 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 I think I think the. The, the the passive choice that we we're discussing is that lizard brain is like that's the reaction that's built into us. Yes, that's With your the, unconscious choice. Exactly, be it, be it through experiences you've had or or just your animal mind taking it that way. Yes, and then the conscious choice is saying no, I'm not going to listen to that. Uh, for me in my business, if I'm afraid of something, instead of recoiling and not doing that thing, I run towards it because for me, that's the exciting thing, and there's a lot of possibilities there. And when we talk about possibilities, we talk about being empowered. And we talk about, uh, we're going to be diving into, uh, in this and future episodes, Mike, the unbelievable, awesome power that choice gives you. How much is it empowers you? How much is it, how much it entitles you? So conscious choice is a lot about being congruent with reality, Mike. It's about, it's about living in reality, uh, then divorcing yourself from wishes and hopes and waiting for things to happen. Okay, so we haven't told a lottery story for a long time, have we? It's been a few episodes, I believe. It's been quite a while, so I'm going to repeat the lottery story for people, and it has a lot to do with conscious choice and action and effort in participating in your life. So there was an individual who prayed to win the lottery, prayed very, very hard, sweat blood, and nothing ever happened. So naturally, they got more aggravated and upset. Uh, so one day, they ran outside of the house, and they screamed up at this guy. And they said, God, why won't you let me win the lottery? And after a pause, after a moment, God called down and said, Could you meet me halfway and at least buy a ticket? So the idea is that most of us do not buy the ticket in our lives, do not put forth the conscious action and effort. So quite often, Mike, what we do is we make our choices based on delusions. Mm-hmm. And delusion, a delusion is a delusion reality? No, absolutely not. So a delusion is a belief or an impression 
that's maintained despite contradictory evidence of reality, okay, or rational argument. Uh, so there's many times that we believe that we are something or can do something despite what what is real and what is out there. We want some, sometimes we want something so badly, Mike, to happen that we don't, where we divorce ourselves from reality and actually we make delusional choices. Mm-hmm. We, make, we, make, we make delusional choices. Let's say that I, uh, I wanted to become a, a nuclear physicist, okay? And that, and that was in my own mind, okay? And that's, that, 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 that's delusional thinking because I'm, I'm really and truly not, uh, or someone, have you ever thought that, imagined that someone was in love with you or that someone liked you? Or that you were you were a good fit for a job, or you were a- high school was very rough for me, Jim. Very rough for me. Very rough. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, and that's what I think about is is that high school puppy love, you know, uh, kind of thing, and and unrequited and everything, and figuring that out, you know. Okay. So yeah. one of one of the power, one of the most powerful things about uh, the choices is I, I like a quote by an individual by the name of Dennis Merritt Jones. Dennis Merritt Jones. And what he says is, as you begin to make conscious choices, your life will follow the trajectory trajectory of these choices, even as your shadow faithfully follows wherever you go. So, what we're talking about is, as we begin to make conscious choices, these these conscious choices will be like a shadow, Mm -hmm. and will follow you wherever you go. So, let's look at some. Let's look at some of the words that. Uh, that defeat choice. Okay, so some of the words that are defeat choice are I need to, I have to, I must, I should. So, is there any choice involved there, Mike? No, you, I mean, you don't feel like it. It, feel, it. it feels like that's been taken away from you. Yes. So, and again, you put definitive expectations on yourself. So, simply by simply by replacing the word should with could what we're talking about is possibilities right right and i think maybe partially related to this i think we've had this discussion recently uh i once did a blog post uh i talk a lot about motivation on there but, you know kind of career and, and passion and making creativity and one of those uh one day is poison was my idea and it was i say one day i'm going to do this one day i'm going to get a bigger house one day i'm going to get a, be- a better job and every time you say that, that satisfies. And I think in the same vein, you're talking about with these words. Uh, it satisfies a part of your brain that's, that, 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 that just says, one day this will happen. And then you don't use that, part, that, that space in your brain to do the thing to make that happen. Absolutely. And, and again, we're talking, we're talking about power. So when we're in those type of states, we're really experiencing a power shortage, a power blackout. So in the 12-step world, they talk about lack of power. That was our dilemma. Okay, so when we're when we're talking about these when we're talking about these words, we're taking we're taking the power away from ourselves, and we're actually having delusional thinking. Uh, and again, we refer back to those two terms: consonance and dissonance. Okay, so in consonance, remember our brain seeks seeks to be level. Our brain seeks harmony. Our brain seeks harmony in consonance, which means that. Uh, when you let's say you drink Red Bull, okay, and obviously Red Bull has a whole lot of things in it that aren't good for you, and you know that because you're 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 familiar with the 
information and people tell you that. However, that might, that 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 makes you your brain a little bit upset, doesn't it? That makes that that's because you're drinking it and you shouldn't. That that creates some disharmony. So what do we do? Our brain seeks harmony, seeks consonants by telling ourselves that it tastes really good. And it gets, helps me give me focus. It helps me stay awake. And I only I only drink one a day, so that's the way our brain that's the way our brain talks. And we have to outsmart. Remember, we often talk about outsmarting our brain, right? Now, talking about outsmarting our brain, we've often talked about how our brain is like a helpful neighbor that wants to help us mow our grass and mows over our flower bed. Okay, so when we're talking about when we're talking about this conscious choice. We're talking about stepping back, Mike. We're talking about stepping, Mike, back and getting away from these automatic thoughts. Getting away from the automatic thoughts, which is what you refer to as the lizard brain and making unconscious choices. Okay. So in what we're doing today is setting the foundation. We're getting people a little thirsty for how to make conscious choices. How, does, how do we do that, Mike? How do we step back and become the observer behind this thinker? Because remember, it's this thinker that is that is the issue. And it's becoming the observer behind that thinker, taking that, taking that step back, making making a choice to become that thinker. And Mike, I can't even begin to tell you the type of power when you can make choices. When you when you can make choices. So what I'm going to leave you with today, our good friends out there, is think of how many think of how many obligations you believe you have. Think of how many obligations you believe you have. Think of how many times I want you to really think of how many times you say I have to in a day. I have to in a day. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be stepping back, stopping, literally stopping taking those deep breaths, centering ourselves. I am right here, and it is right now. Accurately describe a situation, and then we use our wise mind, use our conscious choice to make a decision. Not an automatic thought. So how do we do that? We begin by practicing it. So my suggestion out there to everyone is begin by when you go into the grocery store. Stop for a moment. Center yourself. Take that deep breath. I'm right here and it's right now. And describe what you're going to be doing. Even though it may seem silly. Well, I'm going to go into the store and I'm going to buy milk. Uh, then, then that's what you say. Okay, I'm going into the store and I'm going to buy milk. And then begin by asking yourself, well, is that a wise mind choice? Am I making, am I making a conscious choice to buy milk? Do I believe that I have to buy milk? Or is it a choice of mine to buy milk? So I know it's a little bit introspective, but it only takes, it only takes moments. It takes moments to do that. So the more that we begin to practice in those type of ordinary situations, then the uncom- uncommon sense becomes common sense, Mike. And that seemingly mundane thought that you have like that uh, plants a small seed that, again, that butterfly effect again. in your own mind. And you start thinking, well, if that works, do I have to do this other thing? This other thing and the bigger thing and the bigger thing. And you're, uh, in the end... Magically, as in you don't know when it started, you don't know how long it took, you're taking stock of your whole life in a whole new way. Absolutely. So what we're talking about here, that's a wonderful correlation with the butterfly effect. 
Because really and truly, it, it does seem like a butterfly flapping its wings, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem to really. It, it's you're going in to buy milk. Tiny little thing. It's the baby steps that Absolutely. we talked about. The little choice, the small choice, the easy choice right. to begin with. And we we work on those. We gain power over those, which is when we face difficult times in our life, or when we're feeling overwhelmed. We're feeling overwhelmed by situations, whether they be financial, relationships, health-wise. We've already we've already began to develop a choice over that final result, over that end result, mm-hmm. and by by starting off by flapping our butterfly wings. So I would suggest that everyone out there begin by flapping their butterfly wings. So until then, Mike, we're going on a wonderful we're going on a wonderful journey on conscious choice. Until then. Thank you so much. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.